Welcome to GNA Podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we drink shit out of mason jars because somebody gave it to you at work. I'm your host, Cecil Xavier, and yeah, yeah, at least the jar says made in the USA. It's covered in cat hair, too. It's going to be incredible. But enough about me. Let's see who's with me tonight. Who the hell is here? Oh, yeah, Zyber. How you feeling, man? Well, I am feeling a little better now that I have some uh, pre-graining done. Fan-friggin-tastic. And we got Shinzi joining us. Shinzi, you're back. How you doing, man? How's it been a couple weeks? Oh, man, it's been a wonderful couple weeks. Not that I, I, I missed you guys or anything. I didn't, but... <laughs> Lies. <laughs> I actually uh, was unfortunately too busy to do the uh, do the podcast. I was actually on vacation last week, and I was in Boston. Oh, you more didn't sweet care. little lies. I didn't. I, I went to Boston, and uh, I pretty much drank the entire weekend and walked All around right. Boston. First off, times. first off, you can't just say you went to Boston. It's I you did. went to Boston. I went Boston. to Boston and got some Dunkin' Donuts. You drove there in your car. I drove there in my car. And you heard him. We got uh, we got uh, the article there with us as well. He came back for some more punishment. How you feeling, man? I'm pretty good. Uh, pretty good. Sounds like you uh, you are plowing into those wings, if not devoured them already. Oh, I was good. I only had a couple, and uh, also a slider. Ooh, you bastard. So good. It was. <laughs> oh, man. Well, first uh, first thing of the night, um, what is everybody drinking or smoking? Um, I'm actually going to start this night only because I am very, very interested to crack into this. Uh, so a, uh, a gentleman that I know at work went on an escapade and got went to West Virginia. And I oh, have a Mason Jesus jar. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Jesus titty fucking Christ. <laughs> You, yeah. That's all you need to say right there is he went to West Virginia. <laughs> so I'm holding a jar in my hand that, uh, so he said he gave me, he said he gave me a, he called it a vodka aged in an old barrel. I'm really hoping he's not referring to an old oil barrel. Um, it is pretty he, golden. Well, he gave me, he gave me a vodka that he, he called it a vodka aged in a, in a, in a barrel. And then he said he gave me some Japanese whiskey. Um, I'm just gonna let you know this did not smell like whiskey. So I'm pretty sure this is the this is the surprise jar. Uh, it's I'm, called I'm, uh, when you take a sip, you hear banjos. I'm going to uh, whew, I'm gonna give you guys a play for play on this because it, it I'm looks really like interested. Anything so some like old the guy. You sent? So some old guy gave you a drink and you have no idea what it is. Pretty much, yeah. What was drink Cosby like, dude? <laughs> you know he's really nice in person <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say that uh if it's what you showed us in the picture here it looks like some old dude just dropped his nuts right inside of it so it around a little bit the color of this is the color of that amber stone that you saw the mosquitoes stuck in in uh in jurassic park oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah and i'm sorry if i'm talking funny i just got wires put on so i'm i'm having trouble keeping the lips correct but that's the color of this stuff it, it looks like that amber stone out of jurassic park the Are there smell? bugs in it um actually there is a mosquito in it look at that <laughs> i got a little extra um, that's the tequila worm <laughs> the I tequila mean, mosquito i mean like it's been pickled right it can't hurt me yeah it can't hurt me anyway um the smell is what's really interesting the smell is almost smells like it smells like a sherry but with, I don't know, maybe if you, maybe if you put a bottle of sherry on the end of an atomic bomb. Hold on. Hold on. I know a few sherries and they don't smell so nice. Yeah, this is, uh, 
this is going to be interesting. I'm going to I'm going to try and hit this and see what it's like. <laughs> it's smooth. No, it's real smooth. <laughs> Ooh. It turned out to be piss. Oh my god. That's got a great aftertaste. Oh god, it feels like I just swallowed a hot coal though. That's amazing. Yeah. That is amazing. It's a good way to get rid of your uh, laser eye surgery uh, a lot faster. Oh, man. Hold on. Yeah, I uh, I actually need a chaser. That's rough, man. Woo! That's good. Oh, God, that's good. I think we have very definition, different definitions of good. Oh, God, that's making my nipple hair stand up. Again, weird. Woo! All righty. Well, I don't know what the hell this is, but this is incredible, and I'm going to enjoy this ride. Uh, what, are you, uh, what are you smoking there, Article? Oh, uh, wait, is it me or... Yeah, art, article. What, what, what are you smoking? Oh, man. This stuff called Passion Orange Guava. Uh, it's just a sativa. It's like 28%, so pretty high. Damn. Yeah. Well, nice. he didn't recognize his name when he called him. <laughs> Good point. This is a fair point. <laughs> no, what I was saying is back, I thought... Brother. I thought I thought uh, solvent had to go first. Oh no! I just I, I randomly call whoever's uh, honestly. Um, my vision kind of crossed there for a minute, so I just I read the first name I could recognize. Fair. Uh, so what's it like? I mean, uh, right. It's, I mean, smooth as hell, man. Like, uh, it's just nice. Like the if I try to think about it, then I just kind of lose all my words. <laughs> <laughs> then that means it's a good sativa. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Well, all right. Well, uh, what about you there, Shenzu? I am actually drinking an Irish whiskey, uh, Napoli Castle 12-year single malt, uh, sorry, single malt Irish uh, whiskey. I sent you a picture on it. <clears throat> told you this stuff was pretty awesome. Um, turns out it's not the one I thought it was. It's still pretty good, but it has a nice burning aftertone to it, but it's not the smoother one that I sent you that I thought it was. The uh, room that I was in kind of gave me the wrong whiskey. And they can't remember which one the one the original one actually was. So now, when you say smooth, smooth like a mosquito inside of an amber-colored liquid that tastes like or that feels like a coal going down your throat. Smooth that if you actually required a chaser, you could drink another shot of that stuff to help wash it down. All right, all right, I like it. What do you got, Zyber? Actually, what the hell are you drinking, Zyber? Uh, first off, is it smooth like that one that we tried at a uh, uh, halyard? Oh, way smoother. Way smoother. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh my God. I went to this is a place called the Whiskey Room here, <clears throat> and they have like 250-odd selections of different whiskeys from around the world. Um, they actually have like a McClellan. There's like a 40-year-old whiskey there, but I'm not spending $400 for, uh, for a dram. Uh, and I got a flight, but they were all out of every single flight. Like everything but one they were out of. So they just did a bunch of substitutions. And when they gave me the flight, they basically said, these are the, fl- these are the whiskeys that you have. And I tried like the third one down, and it was absolutely amazing. And I asked the the waitress, I'm like, "What is this whiskey?" Because I'm gonna go and buy a bottle. And she's like, "Oh, that's the Napoli Castle 12 year." Sweet. I went out and I got two bottles of it. It's about 45 bucks a bottle. <laughs> so, right. And then uh, I opened one up and I poured it, and it's similar in notes, but it's it's a little more harsher than um than the one I tasted in the whiskey room. So I went back to the whiskey room, and they said it was probably a bourbon. So I got a couple samples of different bourbons, and I have to kind of go back and find that nectar of the gods. So let me just get this straight. You're saying $45 is a lot to spend on a bottle of whiskey? No, not at all. I'm just saying uh, I bought two bottles, so 
overall I spent $90 on whiskey, and while it's not the one I expected it to be, it's still worth it. It's still delicious. I brought back a 200 and like some odd dollar of whiskey for Damoc from England. Was that, um, what brand was that? Was that, was that, wasn't McClellan? It was Cooper's Choice. Oh, Cooper's Choice. Okay. And it was only done from, ni- it was, it was 1998. And I think it was bottled in 2015 or 2016 or something like that. It's not that old. I mean, like they have, you can get a bottle of McClellan 21. I'm not really a fan of, Mc- not really. A- yeah. This Cooper's Choice though was, it was cast strength. So it was like 53 or 54%. And it was... It was like no other whiskey I've ever had in my entire life. And I've had I've had less I've had less than a half an ounce of it. That's how good it is. He won't even let he, I don't think he's even touched it that much. And that you said that was um is that an Irish or is that what is it? well it's Scotch, so Scottish. Because it's Scotch doesn't have to, doesn't make it Scottish. Yeah, it does. Does that mean Scotch tape is No, no, but <laughs> Scotch is very a specific it's like champagne. It's from a very specific region. Scotch is a very specific whiskey. You might want to consult some of the distilleries around here then. (laughs) Well, the distilleries around here don't typically make scotch. They make whiskey. All right. (laughs) Um, I am drinking a Citizen Cider uh, Dirty Mayor. It is a ginger-infused cider. I've been kind of craving uh, ginger beer and missing the day that Shinzu and I went to Holliard. And I, I really haven't found anything that compares. All right. Well, what's it taste like? Um, it has a sweet, crisp uh, cider um, front. And then quickly the taste of the ginger pepperiness hits you. And then it's back to that like sweet, crisp apple. So it's like, it's ease you in, ease you out. It's nice. It's refreshing. Nice. All right. Well, state of games. Uh, Steady Games is where we talk about played for the or we pontificate about what we feel games are just in general today. So let's reverse that right around. Zyra, what's your Steady Games, man? My Steady Games is I've been playing Starbound for the entire week, um, dumping every last bit of spare time into it, and I ended up sleeping through the wife going to uh, uh, Colorado because of it. <laughs> okay. All right. Anything else or? Um, no, it has literally been nothing but Starbound all week, and let's see, last weekend too for a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I was, I wanted to wake up to, like, see her off, but yeah, I stayed up until, like, three in the morning, um, after work, and I, I slept through all my alarms. <laughs> all right, well, that's, that's respectable. Um, what's your, uh, what's your City Games there, article? So, <clears throat> haven't really played too much this week, but I did find time to... There's a new Zombies map available for Blackout, and I managed to play some of that. And what else? Oh yeah, I also downloaded Crackdown 3, thanks be to the Game Pass, and I played that for a little bit last night. And uh, yeah, Crackdown 3 is kind of eh. There's just not a lot to do in it. It's uh, most of the missions are basically the identical. Um, haven't checked out the multiplayer mode of it though to see if that's any, you know, any good. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. No Apex Legends, or did you say that and I missed it? Oh, I think I did play. I think I played on like Sunday or something. Um, yeah. We, oh, yeah, I did. I did. I did. We had some, a couple of really good rounds. I got first place once finally. 
Nice. Yeah. Congrats on the win. Not really thanks to me. My teammates were fucking rocking it, but still, I got the last kill, so it made me feel important. <laughs> nice. Oh, God. Uh, Shinzi, what's your state of games, man? I've been on vacation, so I really haven't played any. <laughs> not, not even on your phone? Nah, dude, I haven't. Uh, the two games I was playing on my phone, I kind of just stopped playing them all together. What games do you guys play on your phone? Uh, I was playing what? Heroes, uh, sorry, Fire Emblem Heroes, and then also uh, Dragalia Lost, both Nintendo titles, but they become uninterested to stop playing them. Fair. Anyone else? Uh, well, I play Marvel Strike Force on my phone a lot, and there's another game. It's a Walking Dead game. It's like the Survival Road or something like that. And I play Pokemon Go every now and then. Mm. But that's taken pretty much of a back burner. Yeah, the, I gotta say the only game that I really ever play on my phone is uh, Plants vs. Zombies 2. <laughs> I don't know why. I, uh, I currently play Galaga Revenge, another Eden in Pokemon Go. Are they... How's Marvel Strike Force? Is it good? It is fun. I, I dig it. It's, um... It's... Did you ever play, like, Star Trek Timelines by any chance? No. Okay, so it it's it plays a lot like that. It's uh, it's a typical you know you wait for energy to build up and you spend energy on specific actions. Uh, but you have the different characters from the Marvel universe, and each of the characters have their own specific powers that they have. Of course, you know like Wolverine can heal himself, and he does like stupid crazy damage, but he's slow by comparison to most of the other people. So if you put him on a team, if you put him against somebody who's just super quick, that super quick person might be able to dodge Wolverine and actually do more damage to Wolverine eventually kill him. Uh, mm, fair, fair, fair. So, but it's, 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 so it's, it's like really strategy cool. or it, it is strategy. So it's, it's basically a team. You have a team of five and you fight against other teams of five or villains or like in raids and stuff like that. You can fight against like 16 different enemies at the same, you know, not, not the same time. Usually there's about nine or so on the screen at the same time as you, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's uh, there's a strategy around it because you have to have your your different characters complement each other's powers. So you know, depending on the situation you're going into, what powers you want to have. Um, like typically, when you're when you know you're going against a lot of characters simultaneously, you want a character that'll do debuffs. Um, if you're going against, if you know you're going against a bunch of characters that are going to have a lot of debuffs, that they strike against you. Then you want to have something you want to have a member of your team that can clear debuffs stuff like that so there's a lot of strategy around it um but there's just like every other game there's a complete meta to it so right now the the meta is the p defenders or punisher defenders p defenders the p defenders yes p is in like punisher defenders uh because files because you put the four defenders that are there luke cage uh uh, Jessica Jones, Daredevil, and Iron Fist together with um, the Punisher. And between all of them, they buff each other. Like, and, P, and P Defenders is what they came up with. Yep, or or Pretenders, I think, like that, or Pretenders or something like that is, is another way that they describe it. Hmm. Um, it's actually, it's, it's, a silly, it, it's a silly, silly meta, but it works. Um, because, like, for instance... Iron Fist will has this heal ability that heals a ton of damage, uh, but it heals it only to himself and other defenders, and then a chance to do it to other city characters. Um, the Punisher has an ability where if anybody attacks Daredevil, the Punisher will attack them. And if anybody, any one of your characters uses a non-attack ability, the Punisher has a chance to attack as well. 
So it really works out well. It's it's just kind of like the old magic theory. You know, the old it's, old, it's old trading card theory where for every one action you do, you want to make sure that multiple actions happen. So right. an, an action is you heal a character. Well, if you heal multiple characters, that's multiple actions. If your action is to heal a character and another one of your characters attack, you've healed a character and you've attacked. So it's multiple actions for one action that you've done. Uh, I mean, it's the same same methodology, uh, basically doing more actions before your t- other team does more, you know, more actions. It works out. It, it's it's a fun game. Um, if you get on a good group or a good alliance, it's it maintains a lot. But if you're in a junk alliance, it gets really boring quick. Fair. Oh, <coughs> God, that stuff is good. Ah. Anyways, my state of games is I have been playing a little bit of Starbound. We stood up the Starbound server uh, this past week, so we actually have a Starbound server that's cranking out there. Um, whew, I actually have not played a game of Apex Legends since last Friday. Um, That'll change tonight. Oh, yeah, it will. Oh, yeah, it will. What else have I been playing? I'm trying to think. I actually have had a really, really slow week for gaming. I've been doing a lot of schoolwork this week. I'm almost done with my paper that I've been working on. I just started my new semester today. So if I can get done with my paper tomorrow, I can be done with my first class, well, tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I've just been doing a lot of uh, a lot of schoolwork, so I really haven't played that much. I've been playing Marvel Strike Force on my phone, a little bit of Starbound to get the Starbound server up and running, been been tooling around with that. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I'm pretty lame, actually, to tell you the truth. But there really hasn't been anything that's come out. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing really out there that I'm dying to play. Uh, Anthem came out recently. And I'm really glad I didn't. Uh, I'm really, really glad I didn't pre-order that. Yeah, that came out like a wet fart. You know, I had a lot of hope for it, and it looked good. I played the beta, and I was really disappointed with the beta. And this is not me shitting on anybody who likes the game. If you like the game, awesome. I just didn't care for it, and that's my opinion. I uh, was gonna pick up that game myself as well, and uh, one of my coworkers uh, picked it up. And they basically came in the next day, and they said, "Do you remember how like awesome you thought Destiny was gonna be?" Exactly. And he sat down, he played it for like three hours, and he realized this game is just nothing what it was supposed to be. And he's like, that's exactly how Anthem is. And I was like, all right, I'm skipping it then. Yeah, and you know what, though? Like, I hope, I desperately hope that Anthem turns out like Destiny, where it starts off super junky and gets super good by the end. Because by the end of Destiny 1, they had a really, really, uh, I wouldn't say a great game, but a really fun game that had actually good content to it. Lore I think was if they released... Hard. If they released Destiny like at the very end of Destiny, at the very beginning of Destiny, expanded upon that, that game would have been fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and they had a great opportunity with Destiny Two, with where they built up with Destiny One, but then they just took it and said, "We've got all this great idea with the end of Destiny One. Let's just screw that up." I honestly wonder because now they're they're getting out from under EA, right? It was EA or was Activ- I'm sorry, Activision, Activision. What they're going to do with Destiny Three when they finally come out with Destiny Three? See now, that's going to scrap Destiny Three entirely. That's where that's where I, I think I'm I'm a bit harsh on Destiny and Bungie because everybody is clamoring, including Bungie, and this is this is why I'm I'm skeptical of it because even Bungie is going. Well, it was Activision. It was Activision's fault that 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 it sucked. We were we were under such a strict regimen and we had to do so much, and and they're pushing so much of trying to push the blame onto somebody else. That it makes me very skeptical that they are going to be able to pull anything off 
decent without Activision involved. You know, they did the same thing when it came to Halo, the Halo series. They kept complaining <gasps> that Microsoft was pushing them so hard. That was the true, though. They split. I mean, I imagine so, and I imagine uh, Activision pushes people pretty hard as well. I it mean, it can they... be it can be true of both that you know, like Activision could be pushing them too hard or riding them too hard, and they just can't deliver what they're hoping to. You well, here's the exists. We'll find out. Here's the thing, though. If you take a look at the contract that I'm saying, Activision... one doesn't mean the other is like one doesn't wasn't one isn't the cause for the other is what I'm trying to say. Like the game would have been me- mediocre even if Activision weren't involved. Well, that's that's the thing where I'm saying is that I don't know that Activision is the I don't know that Activision is the um, is the enemy here. I mean, I don't like Activision. Don't get me wrong, and I'm not I'm not advocating for Activision. But I don't think Activision is quite the enemy that everybody, including Bungie, is making them out to be. Because in the contract, if you read it, the contract just basically stipulated that Bungie had to release specific content on a specific on a specific set, you know, like on a, on a specific schedule. Like they were like, "Look, this is what you're this is what you're saying you can do." And let's be honest here, Bungie signed it. It, it wasn't like it was also a really, true. It wasn't really a far fetched thing. There was some pretty legitimate dates in there and yeah they they were a little aggressive i can say that but they weren't they weren't unreasonable in by any stretch of the imagination um and bungie signed it bungie said they could do it so that's where i that's that's why i'm skeptical that it being out of activision's hand now from from my point of view looking at it now that just tells me that um that bungie has nobody sitting over them saying you have to get this done now they're just free willy-nilly to just do it whenever so well i also think it's a bit of a, a weird concept like the game is destiny what what does that mean i don't understand the question like like we would assume then it, that the, the character you're playing there's some somewhat destined to do something great right yeah die and be reborn again or kill a god yeah sure so i think the most important question we can really ask ourselves is that now that bungie is separating and becoming their own company again do you think they'll go back and finish the any day? No, no. But that's my point: is that I, I don't know that I don't I don't know that Bungie is going to do any better without Activision in the picture. In fact, I think if they were already on the path to c- crashing and burning with this, that they're still on that path. Breaking from de- breaking from Activision is not going to help that. I mean, breaking away from Activision did allow them to escape the layoffs. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily. But but for how long? You know. Oh, I don't know. I'm assuming as long as they're generating income with Destiny 2, they'll be able to kind of squeeze through to Destiny 3 or some other game. A lot of companies are building um, mobile games Zyber. as uh, well, mobile games to keep themselves going. All right. What do you got, Zyber? Um, yeah, since they're using the uh, Blizzard servers, why not just sign with Blizzard? Blizzard's well, owned by Activision. Yeah, Blizzard's oh, owned by is? Activision. Yeah. I've, oh shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's ah. that's why they went with Active. That's why they went with Blizzard in the first place with that. With okay. The, okay. With Blizzard loader. Yeah. I don't know, but but Anthem, you know, if if Anthem can build up enough steam um, that Destiny did when Destiny first came out and came out really with a wop and I mean really built some of the funnest experiences I've had in gaming to date, uh, and you know even with the with the weird kind of glitchy things that happen, like all of a sudden you've got a, a captain jumping into a safe room with you that should never have been there and startling the crap out of you. Not not the end of the world glitch that you know breaks the game, but pretty damn funny when you're pissing your pants because you didn't expect them there because you kind of like relaxed. But if Anthem can pull off what Destiny did and, and really come back from 
a really really botched launch to be in in, in all fairness then uh then I, I think they got something but i don't know like nothing i've seen out of anthem makes me want to jump in and play it marty marty we gotta go back in time yeah yeah it's more like morty marty marty i built a bomb marty i built a bomb <laughs> well here's a random question for you if you can go back in time and stop yourself from playing any game ever mm. what game would you stop yourself from playing destiny destiny <laughs> Like really? serious, out of like all serious, the games, it's Destiny. Dude, I've got twenty five hundred some odd hours uh, tied up with that game. If I, I, I would love to get that time back. Oh man! But here's no. the thing, though. Didn't you have fun, Cecil? I, I had fun, but I, I th- there is so much I could have done with my life. Like I could have had my master's degree already. I could have had another kid. I could have had my master's degree and a kid. I could have, I, hell, I could have become Mormon and got another wife. You can still do that. Nah, <laughs> not time. Well, the Mormon and wife thing. Nah, nah, I'm past my prime, man. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I actually, I really dug Destiny. Um, God, I, you know, that's actually just a really, that's a really interesting question. I don't know. What does yeah. Ariel Scott? Give me a second to think about that. I'm tra- I've been trying to. I, I'm not sure. I, I like to think that I didn't really spend a whole lot of time playing games that I didn't like. I mean, even if you like, you bought the game itself and you were just so embarrassed that you, you popped into your system and made like your, your Xbox cry, your PlayStation just ball into it. Yeah, I can think of a couple. Because honestly, for me, it'd be Crackdown. I cannot believe I played that game. Oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> oh, God. I should have known that there was a burn coming in somewhere. Oh, God. The first Crackdown was all right, especially given the time that it came out when everything was just a lot more restrictive, right? I heard uh, Crackdown 3 was really awesome. Uh, how you liking it? I'm just joking. The game's shit. Yeah, no, I, I would have to agree with that at this point. But that's because I've actually played some of it. Uh, and yeah, it's just very... It just feels so dead. Like... It's just uninspired. See, like, like, when I see a turd on the ground, I don't pick it up. When I see a turd of a game, I'm not buying it. I didn't buy it. You rented it? No, it was on the, the Games Pass thing. Already, Jesus. Right? Straight to fucking That's DVD with this one. Well, well, dude, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sea of Thieves and State of Decay 2 both went there as well. Yeah, but those, those are games, really fun games. They are fun, but those games were never really meant to be blockbuster hits. Like, Crackdown yeah, 3 was they, supposed to be, like, this yeah. huge, like... We're talking epic, like, returned from Crackdown 1 and 2. It was supposed to be everything that Crackdown 1 was supposed to be. And then yeah, and it just... Like, think about how many people out there have the Game Pass, right? And so when they're releasing a game, if they put it on the Game Pass thing, then they could be like, already we have 10 million players of this game. You know what I mean? Well, I and mean, they... that's the logic of Game Pass, though. It's just a way to get it out there. And then when they take it off of Game Pass... There's right, a bunch of people who like, buy it. it yeah, a bunch of people right. going, "Oh crap, I want to go buy this because I can't play it now." Yeah, I don't think that'll be me. Yeah, that's not going to happen though. They're going to no. they're going to turn around and say like, "All right, this uh, this wet turd is is just going to sit here and collect dust. It's going to hit that thirty dollar twenty dollar bin real quick." Man, you, they, you, there needs you got to be a fascination another, with turds today, man. Right? There needs to be another comparison then, where it's like, "All right, how many people played the game at launch?" But then it's like, "All right, how many people uninstalled the game the next day?" Yeah, right. <laughs> How many people played Anthem beta and then immediately uninstalled and said no? Right. Well, that was Anthem is so whack. The fucking beta wouldn't even let me play it. After hearing uh, Cecil's uh, take on on the beta, I was like, I'm not even bother gonna. I'm not even gonna download it. Yeah, I was. I, I was so disappointed. Like, I was really hyped for that game because I love Max, and this was yeah. like mini Max. So I was. I mean, my nipples got hard. I was getting a semi. I mean, blood was going to places it hasn't been in years, you know, married. Uh, so, I mean, there, there was some stuff going on. And then I played the beta and it was so, 
And and let's be honest, it was not a beta. It was like pre-prime code used for, for stress testing. You know, come on, let, let's be real honest. But playing that, I felt like it was beta code because that's how buggy it was. Do you know what was more disappointing in beta in terms of beta games or games that released betas to the public? Do you guys ever play Elder Scrolls, the beta for that? No. You mean Elder Scrolls Online? Yeah, Elder Scrolls Online. Okay. The, they had like, when I was in the beta, they had a puzzle quest in the very beginning of the game that no one knew how to get around. <laughs> so they legitimately had developers in the game masquerading as players, telling players how to solve the puzzle to get them beyond that point. Well, that was like, uh, what the hell? Bungie just did that with Destiny on one of the raids. Uh, or yeah. No, it was a Black Armory thing where they had to unlock a puzzle and people were on it for like 36 hours. They couldn't get past it. So Bungie just said, oh, uh, this, is how you, this is how you solve it. I felt so jilted about that. I'm like, dude, you just actually took one of the best things, some, a puzzle that people could not spoiler. figure out. Yeah, like, exactly. Spoiler. Like you took a puzzle that people could not figure out. And then you just gave it to him. Like, that, that's like a magician saying, oh, hey, check out this magic trick. Oh, I want to know that. Oh, this is how you do it, kid. They should have just removed it and put it somewhere else. You know, like, use the puzzle for something that isn't strictly, uh, like, going to block you from the rest of the story. Use that's it for, be like, such a, a pain in the ass patch, though. Probably. But th- at least then you wouldn't have to give away the puzzle. You know, you could use it again. I mean, screw it. Give away the puzzle. Just make a harder one next time that unlocks the. Yeah, something weird. Can there be a hot coffee mod for Destiny? Might make the game any more interesting. Oh, I already did that. I mean, what? All righty. Well, we actually had a topic for tonight other than anything uh, about Destiny. Um, uh, it was The Division 2. Man, is that going to be a turd when it comes up? Joking. Uh, Dude, I, I really hope that Division 2 is not as bad as the first one. I don't understand you know, why people felt the first one was bad. I think it was bad because it had such a weird expectation circling behind it. And when people actually sat down and played it, like the original aspirations was to be like this incredible multiplayer experience. And instead you got this very linear, very bland kind of run and gun type deal. And it wasn't as as tactical as it could be. And it was just basically like every other game that touts itself as going to be the next, you know, the next FPS killer, a third person shooter killer, or the next multiplayer killing game. And it just kind of... So the expectations were too high going in? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, when they released the initial trailer, they had, like, all all this concept was down. And then when they had the game came out, and I played, like, the first uh, few hours of the game, and I remember looking at it and be like, this is nothing like it. And then my coworkers got the game, they all got the division, and they all played it for a week, and then they all stopped. What, uh, what say you, Cecil? So my big problem with the division originally was it was a Tom Clancy game. And Tom Clancy games have always been, in my opinion, notoriously realistic, a.k.a. like Rainbow Six, the original one that came out. You breach a room, a terrorist taps you, you're down. <laughs> like, if it's anywhere in your chest, you drop because they're using 5.56 ammo and close range, they're dropping you like a sack of shit. And Tom Clancy games have always been fairly consistent in the realism in that fact. Um and when I got to Destiny, or sorry, Division, Jesus Christ. When I got to Division, Division was supposed to be the Destiny killer. You know, it was supposed to be the multiplayer game that everybody wanted to play, and it was supposed to kill Destiny. And it didn't. Everything was a bullet sponge. In fact, they were more bullet spongy than in Destiny. Like, they, they were, they, like, like, you get up to a guy, visibly, he's not wearing any body armor. He's got a sniper rifle. He's standing on top of a, of a, whatever the hell it is behind a cardboard box 
and you're riddling him with bullets going clip after clip after cliff and you're you barely got a quarter of his health gone did they have like a, a raid situation where they had like raid bosses or they had like events and they had event bosses that would just be nothing more than like 20 minute bullet sponges before they would go down yeah uh, you know what i never even got to those but Zyber, yeah, we, I, I never got to that either. I didn't realize that was part of it. I was just gonna say, who's talking about shit now, Cecil? Well, it's not that it's not that I feel the game is shit. I feel the game has got some great redeeming value. But no, my, no, no, the, no, the parts of it that I played were actually pretty fun. Like the they the mechanics felt good. The aiming was nice. The, I, I love I love the cover system. I love the way it aims. I love the way it feels. I love everything. Yeah. I love, dude. I love the lore. The way they built lore into that game. The way they the the way that they told the story. Like in, yeah, at least in when that, it first starts off, it's pretty good. It's pretty convincing. Yeah. So you, remind me the the trailer for that one that starts off with a dude inside of a apartment complex, right? And like you see the time goes by, and he starts like boarding up the windows, and then there's all this other weird stuff happening. He's got food containers everywhere because the um, that sickness is spreading. Yeah. So basically, it's a it's a viral outbreak in New York City. They quarantine off the entirety of New York City, and they activate a cell yeah. called yeah. the Division. And those division, they're trying to figure, you're trying to figure out how this outbreak happened, who's involved, all this other stuff. Um, and this is starring Leon Kennedy, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. No, the, so so the story behind it, it's it totally feels like a Tom Clancy. The multimedia stuff that they did behind it, they had a book that they released with it that was, oh, really? yeah, it was like a survival book, but it had everything, it had a whole bunch of extra story. It was basically like somebody's handbook that they had that they wrote notes in the side panels about all different stuff. And it's, it's really an enjoyable read um, because it enhances the story of the division. It's just like with dead space where they released the multimedia stuff, they released the movies and the comic books and stuff. It really enhanced the story. It really, it enhanced that immersion in it. Unlike what destiny did where they said, Hey, we're not going to give you any story in the actual game. You're going to have to read this all outside of the game in grimoire yeah. cards. Which See, that's, that's, that's something I dislike pretty much as much as I dislike pay to play or pay to win or whatever. Oh. I, I'm i one of... The, I'm sorry, Z- uh, Zyber, what you got? Yeah, I was just going to say, it, it's like uh, with the Cloverfield films, where they put on like the scavenger hunt online and, and all the other media stuff where like you do one thing to find another piece and all that. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about, Cecil? Yes. Um, so yes. so anyway, yeah, the, the, the idea that like if you're going to make something that's like a, a multimedia piece of entertainment, right, and you're trying to tell a story with it, then I think that you should clearly tell that story. You know, like it shouldn't be like, a, oh, this comes out of the blue and you don't you have no idea what this is. But you, sh- you know, the reason you don't know what that is because you didn't read the book like that. That is what ruined Halo. That exact thing is what ruined the Halo franchise. Yeah. And, uh, like, if you read the lore behind Halo, like, behind the the sequence of events in Halo 4 and 5, then you have a whole newfound respect for for what's in it, sure. But the game, as it is told, as it is displayed to me, is crap. Just the way it is, man. Like, a bad story. Like, even a good good story could be told poorly, you know? Well, that's that's one of the reasons why I really like uh, like like I liked how Dead Space worked out because you play Dead Space and you get a whole game, you get a whole story, and it's messed up, like it's twisty, it's turning. You're like, holy crap, this is totally messed up. And then right. when you watch the the film, the Dead Space Downfall or whatever it is, or whatever one came first, 
it doesn't like there's nothing in the film right that's that good though you, right you, you don't, don't need know it. yeah like like you could not watch the film and still feel complete with the game you watch right. the film and it enhances the game you're like oh my god that's what happened that's how that all turned out holy crap yeah that's fine i'm fine with that because one of the things that i liked is they had audio logs in the game and if you listen to those audio logs you'll actually hear some of those audio logs play out in the movie like they were right. recorded and you're watching the movie yeah and like i just think it's a it's a good thing to point out too like Maybe if some game companies stopped doing crap like this and instead further, you know, reinforced their efforts to focus on the game, then it wouldn't, like, they wouldn't need all these extra things to help explain some of the, you know, unclear bits of the story that's there. But the, those who, right, those who do it um, as, like, a kind of like an added bonus or an added plus, like, that's great. That's great, too. Like, uh, that's fantastic. That That I consider, like... You can go in and read a you know a comic of Dead Space, or go in and watch you know like the movie or whatever, <clears throat> and feel like you've experienced something in the same universe, but it's different. Like it's just another story. It's just another thing, right? Like that's cool to me. I like that. You know, why wouldn't I want to do that for Halo? Yeah. What do you got, Zyber? Yeah, I was just gonna say that's why I didn't really care for Destiny in the like scheme of things. Because of the goddamn fucking uh, Grimorum shit. Yeah. I didn't want to have to play a game and then go read the Grimorum shit I unlocked. Yeah, it's so annoying. And not that it's... Like, Destiny has some really, really great lore and story. It's just... It's such a pain in the ass to have to go and unlock, and I'm doing air quotes, all of that story by collecting stuff in-game, and then having to go outside of game and reread it, it. Or read it all. It's like... Why couldn't you have just yeah. given me that in the game? Give me a way to access that in the game. That way, I'm in the Destiny mode. I find it. Oh, that gave me a Grimoire card. Let me read that now. Okay, I read it. Oh, that's really cool. Then move on. But Cecil, we got? don't you know, we have an app for that. You have to download it on your phone. Then you hmm. have to log in and verify your account. Just I know. It's so easy. Just scan this QR code, bro. <laughs> it's, just, it's so friggin' annoying, though. That's the thing that pissed me off. Can we have all your information so we can make more money by selling it to people? Please. Yeah. How'd you like your receipt? Can we email it to you? Uh, Yo, dog, I heard you like emails with receipts. In them. Well, uh, ironically, it's still ten thousand pages long. Uh, ironically, even what we're talking about now was not really what, what the topic was about. <laughs> Does anybody actually know what we were supposed to talk about tonight? Something about the D. That's all I heard. Did I, did you announce it? Did you actually say it? Yeah, I, I don't yeah, remember. It was something about the D. That's all I remember. I assume we were talking about <laughs> D or maybe dicks. Who knows? One of the two. Time traveling butt plugs. Yeah, like looking back through the GNA crew chat, like it, it, it's all over the place. So I'm not 100% sure. Time traveling butt plugs is the only thing that I really could get out of it. I really don't want to talk about time traveling butt plugs because I don't, yeah. I just I just imagine that if that was the case, that we'd have a, a very different show and it wouldn't be about a wizard traveling in a blue box. It'd be about a proctologist going back in time. Oh, uh, hold on, hold on. Here we go. So the first thing, <laughs> okay. So here's the first thing we were supposed to talk about. Games with hookers and booze in it. That was the how first is that thing. A, how is that a better topic than time-traveling butt plugs? I, I, I don't know, but hold on. Here, it goes into the next one, where literally it said, I don't remember what they actually settled on for a topic the other night. If not, how does everyone feel about discussing rhythm games, both good and bad? So we went from hmm. games with hookers and booze to rhythm games. Is this what happens when I'm not here? Like, legitimately, you guys <laughs> just, can't think of a topic that makes like, any apart. sense. Jesus. Pretty much. Hold on. Let's let's see. Hold on. And then we'll continue down. Uh, the next one. Hey, what are we talking about tomorrow? 
the response, butt plugs. Um, and then some things that are changing the world of geek nerd, such as new PCs, upgrades, consoles, current gen stuff, next gen systems, or maybe tabletop games and technology. So, so there was, there was the next time we never actually decided on what the hell we were talking about tonight. Like that's oh hold on, hold on. Here's one from blue. The virtues of using load resistance factors design versus allowable strength design in steel, steel build, steel buildings. I hate you all so much. Like this is this is what drunken people how they figure out this is how GNA figures out how to do a show. We get horribly drunk well, and we start throwing. Hold on, no, hold no, on. This is, granted, not, this is not the truth at all. Granted, we haven't done our Monday night chat in a very long time. I would say since Blue left us and abandoned us, so it's his fault. I agree. It's all abandonment issues on Blue. I agree. I think this is Blue's fault. I, I think, don't think uh, it's Blue's fault. I think this is you guys' inability to kind of come together as a cohesive unit to discuss a meaningful topic. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you we touched you tips, Cecil you and I. You better We've than come me? together real well. <laughs> you said unit. I don't know. You got one guy here who's playing Crackdown 3, so he can't be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> and we got again, you who's not playing again. anything. How the hell are we supposed to trust you? Because Again, you correlation is not causation. Because right? I will tell right you this. Now, right now, Shinzu is an interloper. So I'll tell you this. I did you proud, Cecil. We almost got kicked out of the hotel for bringing four cakes with us. Nice! Yes! Why the hell did <laughs> nice. you not invite me, you dickhead? Well, honestly, I didn't, I didn't really know they were going to be there. Um, they just kind of showed up. Like, we had brewed, and they're like, hey, let's bring the kegs. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm pretty sure they're not going to like this. So we went to go ahead and bring them in, and I guess the hotel security saw it, and they knocked on our door, and they're like, you need to remove the kegs. You're not allowed to have them in the, uh, in the hotel. And I was like, is it a law? And they're like, no, it's just a hotel policy. And like, Bastards. So we removed the kegs, but then they were like knocking on our door once every day to see if we were being allowed because they wanted to kick us out of the hotel. We had, our, we had our mini bar that we had with us stocked full of alcohol. So rather than drinking beer, I just drank liquor the entire weekend. Good call. And actually, I was drinking some uh, Bully Boy Old Fashioned Mix, which is absolutely delicious. Alrighty, so our topic for tonight is is the virtues of using load resistance factor design versus allowable strength design in steel buildings. How does everybody feel about that? Can we actually talk about dungeon crawlers I would instead? Need the, I would need the difference defined. I don't know um, what the difference is. Well, dude, come on, it's obvious. It's it's a difference. The difference is one is load resistance factor design versus allowable strength design. I mean, come on, it's, isn't that like straightforward? No, um, I would <laughs> say. Uh, least. <laughs> I would say go into uh, K Flex panels and make sure your bolts are long enough to the I beam so that the K Flex panels do not buckle under the stress. But can um, they? Can they? Can the panels hold a load of that size? Exactly. That's what you got to do. It's a lot of mathematics. You got to do like you know weight per square foot right. over how many? Each of the, how do you calculate how many loads? How many loads do you have to drop Hold to bring on, something? I, I gotta know. Is, uh, the Sharpie V-notch test. Check it is, out. Is this the steel that gets melted by jet fuel? Yes. No. All right. Well, then it sounds like we're good. <laughs> steel, was it? Steel fuel can't melt jet beams? <laughs> steel fuel can't. <laughs> you just named the show. You just name named of the, the show. show. Yes. Yes. Yeah, just name of the it show. Right there. <laughs> so I'm just honestly trying to figure out why I came back. I really am. Uh, because you missed us? I thought I did. Now I'm not so sure anymore. 
Oh, I you. got I got you choking on some sort of mystery liquid some old dude handed you, yeah. and I got uh, surprised you're playing. still with us for that reason. Actually. I know, right? Jesus, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm feeling pretty good, so I'm not sure what proof this is, but uh, this will be the first time that an ounce and a half of alcohol has got me fucked up. Well, Don't think well, at least uh, at least you could say like you know if you get dry socket you won't feel it. Oh no, 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 no. Oh, speaking of which, like, all right, remember how I told you guys about, uh, oh, Christ, I, I went over to GNA crew chat, and now the only thing that's playing on loop is that picture of that rhino shitting. <laughs> <laughs> God, I gotta get off of here. I can't, I can't think like this. And I'm just gonna leave the chat accidentally. <laughs> oh, uh, I'll say, shit, he really ejected himself from the chat. So, guys, what are you gonna talk about? Oh, Cecil's gone. He just back. fucking... Back. He just comes back, he's like, yeah, I scrapped, I scrapped the audacity for the night, I'm just done, the show's not airing, we're done. Everybody fucking delete your shit. Rhino poops. <laughs> what the fuck was I talking? You said I was. You said I was obsessed with turds, and yet you're playing a rhino shitting on repeat. Yeah. That wasn't me. Zyber posted it. Yeah, but you've been looking at it. Yeah, so you have it on repeat. <laughs> what the hell was I saying? You should. You should put it in reverse. <laughs> I don't know. You're talking about a rhino shitting on repeat. No, but That's before all I the rhino shitting. You you needed to leave the chat and you no, left no, the chat. No, no, that was after that was after the rhino shitting that I left the chat. What was before the rhino shitting? I don't remember. All I remember is rhino shitting. That pretty much caps like the entire night we're having. Yeah, so. you really can't ask me that. By the way, <laughs> it's just not even remotely fair. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Oh. And I've moved on to maple bourbon. So nice, nice. So I guess I got a really well. We're we're getting towards the end anyways here because we've been we've been yeah. at this for a while. So what the hell should we talk about next week? Oh, should we do questions first and then talk do, about? Oh it, shit! Or? Good point. Do we yeah, have questions? questions? How do I have to? How do I gone for two weeks and I still remember how to do this stuff? Dude, this stuff is strong. Okay, <laughs> really friggin' the piss strong. is strong with hey, this one. Hey, good news. Good news. We have no questions. I mean, bad news. No questions. Bad, bad news. news we but, have no questions. But good news because we didn't miss any. So ha. who's supposed to make the questions? Uh you. I was supposed to make the questions. You were. That was your job. You had one job. I have one ask, job. Just ask Sorry. a bunch. Oh, shit. Cyber, did you have to say something, or was that old? That was old. Oh, thank God. Whew. All right. Um, so, what do, you guys, what do you guys want to talk about next week? Well, uh, what games are coming out that anyone's interested in playing? Nothing. Yeah, that's the sad part. So, yeah. you want to talk about how the fact that the game industry is letting us down? Well, we what? can pretty much sum that up in... Uh, in like Crackdown state three. games, <laughs> Crackdown Three. I know yes. Crackdown Three. Yeah, <laughs> we do like buyer's remorse, or even even it's free not even remorse. <laughs> Just say free lotus remorse. Like I got I, something uh, for free I and I still hate it. Uh, I can't believe this is taking physical space on my hard drive right now. Oh Ugh. shit! Is it because you downloaded it? Do I have it on my Xbox? If that's the case, I'm gonna just shoot my no, Xbox and get it over with. We had because I think the Game Pass doesn't transfer system to system. Yeah, no, no, the Game Pass won't, but right. do you have to go into the Game Pass to launch the game, or do you download the game and you just play it because you have a Game Pass? Because. So but it I might still, actually be on my Xbox. I don't think I don't so. Know, I don't know. If it is, I'm shooting my Xbox and just getting over. Just getting it over. If that were the truth, then you uh, would Don't have, shoot it, give it to me. You'd have I'll, I'll give it a nice inside. home. You'd have Sea of Thieves if that were true. Uh, this is true, yeah, you're absolutely right on that one. It would be installed. But, um, I honestly don't know what we should talk about next week. We can talk about... I got nothing. We should ex- like examine. Oh no, that's not gonna work. I was gonna say we should just pick like one game. Oh, I got like, it. How about let's... we talk about the quality of the people that play games like Crackdown Three? Man, you are really shitting all over that, man. 
I really hate that game. I've hated Crackdown since the very first one. Like, it was just a bad game. This is the worst kind of discrimination. <laughs> the kind, the kind that affects racism. me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I feel, honestly, I do feel bad that uh, Article was really hoping that Crackdown 3 would finally get it. I mean, they've had three games to get it right. You figure they've just, you know, a, a blind squirrel eventually finds a nut. Yeah. So an entire <laughs> gaming studio couldn't actually get it somewhat in the vicinity of a ballpark. They pretty much were going to the ballpark and then stopped off at a Denny's and got food poisoning. Well, it's like they're if it's like they're at a they're playing golf, right? And they're like right outside of the green, but they keep just like every time they hit it, they just go off on the other side of the green now. So they're still just fucking out in the weeds. They can't seem to. They can't seem to hone that vision to create something decent, which Here's is a question. sad. What haven't we really discussed? Because uh, we've talked about so much stuff on the show that, like, I, I don't want to do a repeat, but I feel at this point in time, we're probably going to have to do a repeat on something. No, there's plenty of stuff we haven't talked about. I think we should do another tech show. We haven't done one in a very long time. Tech show, like in uh, gear coming out, things that we're looking forward to type of thing? Yeah, like, you know... We used to back in the day when I first uh, came on and Matt Man was here with us. We'd have that like show every once in a while, b- talking about tech. Ah, you you'd just I be talking about dead. foldable phones and how they're gonna suck. Well, I mean, I kind of I'm inter- I'm interested in foldable phones and how they're gonna. Oh, work absolutely out. not the not the first generation. Oh my gosh, those things are gonna be awful. Uh, you know, it it, <laughs> it could go either. Well, you know what? How about this? Let's talk about that next week. There you go. There we go. Problem All solved. Right. All right. Cool. So on that note, Zyber, where can people find that? You can find me palling around on the GNA Discord. You can find me also on uh, GNA Twitter, Facebook, as well as Zyber Games, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. If you want the links, go to my uh, Twitter. All the links are there. Rock on. Article, where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me right here at this is Article. Also on Instagram as I got cronies. Uh, figure out the spelling yourself. And on Xbox Live as Outstanding CF2. That's about it. Formerly Club of Baby Seal. Don't you have a YouTube? No, I deleted it, all that shit. Dude, we went over that like a long time ago. I don't, like, I don't yeah. track Actually, well over a, a year ho- ago. You're <laughs> such a horrible brother. He's my brother? What? What? No. What? No, what? <laughs> We're all brothers here. We all drank the Kool-Aid. He's my brother from the same mother. Ugh. Where can we find you at, uh, Shinzu? People can find me bound around the uh, GNA podcast, also on Twitter as Secret Solvent, all one word, the Secret Solvent. That's also my Twitch is Secret Solvent. You can find me on all those platforms under that same username, but you'll never find me on Crackdown 3. You can also hear the enunciation when you go to his Secret Solvent Twitter. 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 We'll make a bunch to be of- fair... I'm going to make a bunch of fake Twitter accounts and just shit all over your posts. Oh, please do. <laughs> and I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Cecil vs. Games on Twitter, Cecil Xavier, everywhere else. Ustream, Mixer, Twitch, uh, YouTube, pretty everywhere else that you can possibly think of, you can find me there. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoyed listening to us, let us let other people find us. Let other people know. Something like that. I don't know. I wrote the line forever ago. I don't remember what the hell it was. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, Your Listen, Spotify, wherever the hell else you want to find us. If we're not there, let us know. We'll upload there. You can follow us on Twitter or Facebook by searching at GNA Podcast, all one word. You can also join the Discord chat, see the pinned tweet. 
We do game show night the first Saturday of every month. So if you're listening to this, we just had one last Saturday from your perspective. Uh, and you can follow, see it, you can check it out on www.mixer.com forward slash GNA podcast. We also do horror movie night every second Saturday. So that's this Saturday coming up. And Zyberblood, what the hell are we doing for horror movie night this week or this month? This month, we are doing Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Nice. Oh, man. I'm, I'm a huge Alien fan, so this going to be awesome. Uh, we also do Anime Nights every Sunday night at 1930 Eastern Standard Time. So if you want to join us for Animate, uh, it's hoist, ho- uh, hoisted. hosted by Zyberblood himself. We are doing Hajimo no Ippo, or The Fighting Spirit, if you speak English. And we are up to episode 35 now. Um, and is, I don't it know. A bit like, <clears throat> is it a bit like Mystery Science Theater? So it's a touch Mystery Science Theater. Uh, and it's a touch like, honestly, for, for almost the entirety of Fighting Spirit, people really haven't been heckling all that much. And I don't know whether it's they're trying not to offend me because I, I'm the one who suggested it. I don't, I don't, I don't, honestly don't know, but I actually enjoy it. Uh, I stopped watching about episode 28. So everything from here on out is going to be new to me. Can we, can we please set up a slot of time to review the, the Netflix Godzilla movies? Oh God. Yeah, the, absolutely. The anime ones. We could watch them. If you, if you go in there and, uh, if you go in there and suggest it. Oh man, that's gonna maybe just one then. <laughs> All right, an article just to give you an update. I just uh, shit on uh, on Shinzu's Twitter for you. Oh shit, it's already starting. It's already good, good, good. I want other people to do this too. So as many people as they want, come at me. Anywho, we're also partnered over with Humble Bundle. <laughs> Humble Bundle is a game sh- uh, purchasing service that has a little bit of a twist. Whenever you purchase a game on it uh, or you purchase a bundle, there's a segment of it that goes over to charity. So if you purchase a bundle, you have a little slider down at the bottom that allows it to select what you want to give to charity, what you want to give to the developers, and what you want to give to Humble Bundle as a tip. If you put a question, partner equals Humble Bundle, or fuck me, run it. Question mark, partner equals GNA podcast at the end of the Humble Bundle link or at the after whatever the question mark is, just put partner equals GNA podcast. It will come up and it will tell Humble Bundle that we, GNA Podcast, sent you over there. So we don't get any Well, okay, so you can give us money. We don't want your money. We want you to give it all to charity or to the developers. They're the people who are cool. We're not. We're just sending you over there. That's all we want is just, just let them know that we sent you there. So, so far in the month of February, we have made, really, $2.94. We suck at life. Same as last week. What can I say? It's been a rough week, and I had a lot of shit to pay, so I wasn't able to buy anything. No, it's all right, though. But you know what? Hey, we still made $2.94 this uh, last month. It's better than making nothing. So I'm still I'm still psyched that we made anything, because so, every dollar counts. Uh, and our, our charity is actually Extra Life, I think, is where we're given to right now. Yes. Double check that, but I think it's Extra Life. Yes, it's Extra Life. Yeah, yeah, see? Extra Life. Nah, see? Anyway, so don't forget to check out Humble Bundle. Give some money over that way. Uh, check out our good friends. Uh, you got Remy and Tinks over on Bombshell Jackets. They do a Division podcast, uh, as well as Caleb and Alex on Geek Squash. Cool guys. We've been over there, and they've been over here. We want to thank Morgan BS Photography for our new logo and artwork. Check him out at morganbs.com. You can also email us at GNA Podcast at GNA and your DNA one with questions, comments, death threats. We don't care. We'd love to hear from you. And last but not least, check out our website at www.gnapodcast.com. With we got pictures up there. We've got the entire podcast, every episode. 
So go check it out, and uh, I don't know, it'll get better, hopefully, someday, maybe, probably not. But then again, an anteater saying, come at me, bro, is pretty impressive. Anyway, I love that meme. <laughs> have a great night, guys. Thanks for joining in. Thank you as well, brother. Thank you.